now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Hello, uh, it's another edition of Believe in the Bronx, the Las Vegas edition. Pete Caldera here in Vegas. Mike Stanton, of course, uh, uh, back in Houston. And um, it's already an interesting offseason with the Yankees when you uh, think about uh, how much is on Brian Cashman's uh, plate as these uh, GM meetings begin here, right. Mike. And of course, everything's predicated on on Aaron Judge. And, uh, you know, Cash kind of gave the, uh, the idea again that, uh, you know, this is going to get slow played a bit here. And uh, he said that judge is dictating the dance steps, but right now we're in a very slow tango. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're going to expect. I mean, yeah, if they were, if, if this was going to be a quick process, you know, it would have happened. Well, last off season, right. you know, it would have happened in spring training. So, you know, now that you, as a player that's been through free, uh, uh, free agency, a couple different times now, never to the <laughs> Effort to the level that Aaron Judge is, but yes. you know uh, it takes time to build the market, and uh, you, you know I still I still feel like the Yankees are the right fit for both for both the Yankees and for Judge, but you know there's always a song and dance, and there's always the chance that he does leave. So you know this is this is one of those things that it, it's going to take a little bit of time. You know when you're talking about the amount of money, uh, you're talking about the years. You got to let the other teams get involved. And this is kind of the Yankee way. You go back to George Steinbrenner. He always let his free agents get to free agency, you know, and he cost himself money. It seemed like every single solitary time, whether it was Andy Pettit or even Derek Cheater, Bernie Williams, you know, he had a chance of losing all those players and actually did lose Andy Pettit one time, but they did, they did bring him back. So this is just kind of now, that was George. Hal's different, but it's still the Yankees. That's still kind of how they're going to do business. Yeah, and that's a that's a good perspective to have because, right? I mean, they if if they did this with Derek Jeter, uh, it can happen with any with any team. But yeah, with they with anyone. But you know, clearly, uh, you know, Cash has made reference to this. A, a judge made made that that wager on his own talent and his own performance. Right, and uh, now he's reaping the benefits of that, holding a. a a winning Powerball ticket. Now, uh, you know, when, when people ask you to handicap this race, it's, it's, you know, you got to still think uh, the Yankees hold the, the high cards in this because of the, the relationship and where they are and what, what, where they know they can spend and the fact right. that they can outspend anyone if they have to. I'm just wondering if, if they didn't squander this, uh, you know, this, this opportunity to really make an aggressive first strike at, at Judge, right. present one of their best offers right away and knock it out of the park and say, go beat this number because, you know, yeah. th this was their exclusive winner to talk to him and that's, that's, that's leaving them. Well, but the problem with that is if you put your best foot forward first, what happens if somebody does trumpet? What if somebody right. does come in and comes above it and you're like, well, we've already, you know, that really was our best offer. Now the Yankees can always up it, but there is a number. You know, there is a, a who knows what that number is. And Brian Cashman might not even know, but there is a never exceed number. 
Um, and, and so, you know, you, you just don't know what that is. And, and going into this, knowing who his representation is, knowing that this is his first time in free agency and a lot of players want to go through the song and dance, even if, even if Aaron Judge feels like he's absolutely going to be back with the Yankees, this will be his, this might be his only chance to actually go through the whole process. And um, as nerve wracking as it is, you do still look at it and you still do want to experience if you're at a player. Yeah. And, and on management side, I mean, they've, you know, they've got other balls in the air. Right oh now. man. I mean, Lots. The, the, the yes. thing is just, I mean, you know, they won't let it hold them up to do other things, but you know, you've got a, you've got a huge expenditure out there that uh, it's, you know, judge is going to take up, you know, so, so much of, of your, your payroll right, right now. And that, that's obviously a big spot to fill in right field, a big spot in your, your lineup to fill, but you've got other areas you, you need to address. Now, I, I don't necessarily think that the Yankees would be heavily involved in the free agents shortstop market, but, mm-hmm. but their infield is completely in flux right now. You would anticipate they would come to some agreement with, with Anthony Rizzo on a two-year deal, perhaps with maybe an, an option, yeah. uh, and because both sides w- want to come back. So I, I think that inherently you go in thinking we can get this done. Third base, you've, you've, you've got a, almost an immovable contract in the 25 million Josh Donaldson's owed, owed next year. Yep. Uh, you, as we stand here right now, you don't know who your starting shortstop is and probably not going to be Isaiah kiner Falefa. but uh, uh, are you giving the keys to uh, uh, Oswald Peraza or is there going to be a true competition there? When does Anthony Volpe do uh, and second base, I, I got to think Glaber Torres, uh, since they nearly traded him at the at the trade deadline or were heavily involved in discussions with him, is going to be involved in more trade discussions uh, to try to shore up other areas because you've right. got to find a position for DJ LeMahieu next year. Right, and you expect DJ LeMahieu, you know, uh, a former batting champion in the National League, you know, a guy that really puts together high quality at bats. And that's exactly what this lineup, they need more contact. I mean, I think that's what they were missing in October. They were missing Andrew Benintendi. They were missing uh, DJ LeMahieu because those are dudes that are kind of the exact opposite of the whole rest of the lineup. You know, you need some dudes on, you need some guys that can make a little bit more contacts, not going to strike out nearly as much. Uh, So I think second base is really the place to put DJ and who knows? I mean, Let's, uh, God forbid, let's say that Judge does leave the Yankees. That might put them right into the thicket of the shortstops uh, uh, market, just simply because there are a couple very good shortstops out there. And, you know, the ones that are at the top, uh, Trey Turner and and you have Carlos Correa. You know, those are both guys that are on the free agent market that would look pretty good in pinstripes. Right. Um, I mean, ideally, if you if you could move Donaldson, uh, move that contract, and LeMay that would help greatly. But they're not. There's no way. And 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 you know, he, it was just put out there today or yesterday that Donaldson is going to be the third baseman, which makes complete sense because he's under contract. And you know where you know 25, 30 years ago. George Steinbrenner might have said, "If you know, if he was just sick, we'll we'll eat the money and we'll just go on." But that is not how Hal is going to do this. You know, he he is under contract. If they can move the contract, okay, fine. But if not, Josh Donaldson's going to be the opening day third baseman, right? And uh, Cashman already said. I mean, plainly, I mean, Donaldson's your third baseman because he's under contract, right? Torres is your second baseman because you you've got him under control, you know, right? But uh, 
what's what's left unsaid or, or or at least hinted at is the fact that they're always looking to improve their roster. They'll they'll mm-hmm. they'll move heaven and earth to try to move uh, Donaldson's contract if they can, right. possibly in a swap for another you know somebody else's bad contract. But uh, yeah, you know those uh, always work out. The bad contract for the bad contract. Those just <laughs> always work out. Bad, exactly. <laughs> um, but but if you if you move if you move Glaber for for pitching or or as you mentioned possibly for outfield help, you know, they want to re-sign Benintendi. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what his, his market is now in, yeah. in free agency uh, because you know, that, that hammy will, you know, that won't be an issue uh, right. next year. Although they didn't think it would be an issue uh, this year because they thought they had, he had, had it taken care of uh, for the first time when he was with Boston. So, um, but yeah, and that would, that would go, uh, some way into helping them have a, a, a better contact uh, oriented lineup. You got to think too, Mike, uh, that, that you know, with the shift going away next year, uh, I mean, that, that could raise uh, Rizzo's batting average, uh, you know, 20, 30 Oh my goodness. Too. The whole league, I mean, the whole league's yeah. batting average is going to go up and, but Rizzo may be uh, uh, among the top. I mean, he just, the, the second baseman playing short right field, I mean, he just wears that guy out. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how they still, you know, because you can still move just the second baseman, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be fascinating to see how teams react. And I think that all, there's a lot of teams out there, all the teams, they're going to push the envelope. You know, they're, they're going to, you know, they're going to try and, I don't want to say circumvent the rules, but at least try and you know get right up against uh you know what is what is what is legal and what isn't as far as shifting players around uh but no it's going to absolutely help Anthony Rizzo I tell you what once the regular season was over and he's you know he might not have gotten over getting knocked out of the playoffs but he's got to have a smile on his face knowing that the shift is going away yeah yeah you know I'm thinking about uh you know cash moves asked about some of the other needs and, and um, mm-hmm. you know at least I mean if they bring Judge back you bring Benatendi back in an ideal world now your outfield is set because you got Vader out there uh, your infield as we said is in flux you know they go into this offseason um, with knowing who their first four starters are uh, yeah in, in so and and they have the depth uh, you know with with Herman and, and guys like Clark Schmidt uh, that they could fill in a, a fit, you know that I'm they don't need to bring Jamison Tyone back. They w- I think they would you know in a perfect world you you could bring him back, uh, but you don't know what his his market is right now, and that's right. not necessarily a, a concrete need at this point. But they're always looking to improve on pitching, and you know you you do wonder there are some interesting names out there in free agency. Free agency. I think they could use a lefty. Carlos Rodon is uh, is a guy that w- would be perfect. I think. Uh, to slot it to their rotation, but not an area of, of acute need right now. I'm just wondering how you how you look at it. You know, I I think that's something that will be. He's got, you know, to he being Brian Cashman. There's there's bigger fish to fry right now. I mean, now you know, yes, you're gonna negotiate with as many players as you can. I mean, that's really you know, you got to remember, general managers job is the off season is their regular season. You know, that's when they are at their best that in the trade deadline, you know, that's when they're really doing their heavy work. And, and, you know, we're, you're in Vegas right now for the GM meetings. And a lot of times the GM meetings, there's not a whole, we don't usually get a whole lot of action out of there. It's more setting the groundwork for what's to come, you know, for the, the winter meetings and then going, you know, headlong into free agency. But, you know, so I, I think that, 
yeah, getting getting a left-handed starter that would be awesome. And and I, but I do think that Rodon is going to be someone that is that is absolutely coveted. And and who knows what the budget is going to look like because it's all going to be contingency of what happens with Judge. How much are you going to have to pay Aaron Judge? to stay in the pinstripes and can you pull that off? So it's going to be a fascinating off season. I think there's going to be some movement. I also think I've been trying to figure out how to call this, uh, this off season, this free agent, this hot stove season. Um, it, what's kind of coming to me, this may be the off season of the reunion. I think there's going to be a lot of players across the league that stay with the teams that they were on in 2022. I think that's kind of how, and that's the one thing when you were saying this about the Yankees and you saw the offensive woes they had, you know, you bring Ben and back, uh, you figure out how to get DJ LeMahieu to stay on the field and get him in the lineup. And those make a big change, but with those moves, do the Yankees actually get better? And there's, there lies the one caveat about all the, the ideas of having those reunions is that, you know, you're paying the player even more to make the team the same. Now you take, we talked about this before you take judge off the team. That is a huge step backwards. That is a massive loss in production. And I really don't think they can handle that. They don't have the rest of the lineup to be able to, to cover, you know, even 85% of what judge did and what he means to that organization. But yeah, I think this is going to be the off season of the reunion. That's interesting. Uh, you know, speaking of reunion, they'll, they will bring back in that rotation, Cole, uh, Nestor, uh, Severino, who they just picked up his option. That was a no brainer. And uh, right. Frankie Montas, who they never saw, you know, anything close to what they expected out of him because the, the, the can't stay on the mound. Can't stay on the mound. Right. And, uh, and that, I mean, they're expecting he's going to have a normal off season and uh, expecting him to be a big part of their rotation next year. But, you know, the fragile nature of, of, of pitching, you know, j- would suggest that, uh, you know, they'd be in that market to yeah. some level. This is also a team that, you know, has taken Jameson Tyone and Jordan Montgomery off their rotation from. Uh, well, know, I think I think there's a there's an argument to bring Jameson back because, yeah. you know, most teams, they're not going to say it outright, but most of these teams, at least for a good portion of the season, are going to be six man rotations. So if you have a six-man rotation, how many starters do you really need? You really need nine, ten, because somebody's going to get hurt. You know, there's always going to be guys on and off the IL. So, you know, you need as many guys. And I'll tell you, Jamison did a nice job in pinstripes. He shows that he can pitch in New York, which is always something that you really don't know until someone gets there. If they can, if they can handle the pressure of the Bronx, and and I think Jameson did a nice job for him, and I don't think he's going to be crazy expensive. You know, he's not anywhere close to the top of the free agent pitching market. So I think that there's, you know, there's a chance that they may be able to, you know, add an extra year at a lower AAV, you know, a lower AAV, and and maybe they can bring him back. But I think you know, having four starters is awesome, but that's not enough. Right. Yeah. Something to be said for for. Who you know takes the ball every fifth day and uh, right. you know since uh, I mean since rehabbing back from that that second Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. he's been a pretty reliable innings guy. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, and there's there's obviously value in that. Um, also, you know, Cash mentioned that uh, you know they're anticipating Clay Holmes is you know going into next year as right. as, as their closer. Um, you know, you saw 
better in the second half out of out of guys like uh, Jonathan Weisiger that uh, you know helped to bolster uh, their their setup relief. But uh, mm-hmm. you know you're wondering also do they have enough, enough arms there and uh, to what extent could they possibly be in the uh, in the relief market too? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, you know, because you know across Major League Baseball we've solved we've seen the value of relievers just go through the go through the roof because you know starters just simply don't throw as nearly as many innings as they need to. They don't throw nearly as many innings as they should. And now we're even talking about going to uh, to a six-man rotation. Uh, so what does that do? That still puts the pressure on the bullpen. And, you know, if the Yankees can get healthy uh, in the bullpen, you know, they, on paper, healthy, they should have a very, very good bullpen. But, man, is that a big but because they just simply yeah. haven't been able to keep their guys on the field and, and uh, whether it's been in the lineup or whether it's been in the bullpen. Yeah. One other thing I'm, I'm sort of curious about, and I don't know, I mean, it, this could be a, a, a real long shot, but uh, would, would they ever entertain uh, dealing John Carl Stanton? Listen, he's got a ton of money left on that deal. He has a full no trade uh, uh, clause in his contract. Yep. Probably um, just spitballing here that the only teams that he would consider going to were probably uh, the, the Dodgers or, or maybe the, the Padres. And I don't know if they've got room. Right. For going back to California, anything mm-hmm. else, but um, you know, and, and this is, you know, but this is a guy who did want New York at the time that, uh, you know, that, that Miami uh, dealt him and the Yankees right. were one of four teams on, on, on his list. But, you know, if, uh, if you sold relatively high on on Stanton now and and got him to agree that that's that's money you could you could free up to to go in other directions and and certainly yeah. judge is one of those directions yeah so his a the AAV on the contract is about 25 million so he's making a lot of money but he's not making nearly as much as well he was when you know right. when he signed the contract yeah. um and by the way that was an awesome contract for the Marlins because he didn't start making real money until he had that first opt out or uh, and then they traded him to New York. So the AV was there, but the actual dollars going out were very low at the beginning. Uh, if you take Cashman at his word, what did he say? He goes, I'm open for kind of anything, whether it's free agency, trade market, whatever it may be. So yeah, I think they could kick the tires there. I mean he, he's been uh, he's been very productive, but he's also been very hurt. You know, another guy that just hasn't been able. I mean, the guy would put up awesome numbers if he got 600 plate appearances. But I mean, at this point in his career, can you really? And 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 they basically have made him a full time DH. He played in the field a little bit, but even being a full time DH, still hasn't been able to stay in the lineup. So uh, I think that's one of those positions that yeah, you would miss the production, but could you use the money? Could you use the 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 DH spot to do something a little bit more creative. So I think he would at least kick the tires. Whether he would do it or not, that's another story. Right. Yeah. It'll be really fascinating to see where the uh, you know these big payroll teams, uh, uh, other than the Yankees, how they react to this yeah. winter. How the, the Giants have a ton of money uh, freed up, and obviously they're you know the universal you know second choice or one A behind the Yankees for for Judge. Uh, where the Red Sox go after. Uh, their their down year and and having yeah. some money to spend. They've got Bogarts to deal with. Uh, they'd look, like to extend Devers, obviously, and uh, and what the Dodgers are going to do too with uh, mm-hmm. with all the resources they have. 
the disappointment after a, a tremendous regular season, uh, you know, to, to fall all that flat in, in October, where do they go? That that's yeah. that's going to be fascinating for me to watch. It is going to be fascinating. Now, the good thing is, you know, we had a full season in 2022. We had a great postseason. I think it's a good thing that the Phillies actually made it to the World Series. You know, it yeah. shows that just get into the dance and you got a chance. Uh, and they gave the Astros all that the Astros wanted and more. Uh, and I, I think that that will, may very well push a few other teams to kind of be a little more aggressive, saying if we can just get to the postseason, you know, we can make a run. So uh, it, it is going to be a fascinating offseason. And you also have to remember, now we're multiple years past 2020. You know, the, the, the incredible disaster that 2020 was with no fans and the shortened season and the pandemic and all that and all the money that was lost. It does seem like these teams have gotten back on their feet and now they're ready to really address the product on the field, not just what the bottom line in the accounting department says. Right. Well, uh, regardless of all the flux on the Yankees right now and uh, all the things that we don't know yet, uh, downstairs in the sports book, you can still get the Yankees uh, at, at nine to one to win the World Series. I don't know if that's a that's a good bet. How can or a bad you put bet. odds? How can you put odds on something you have no they idea? Put odds on everything, Mike. There's <laughs> I know, odds on but... signing somewhere. There's sure, but you're going to give odds, and you have no idea what the roster is going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> well in las vegas they will they can as we said can wager on anything there but, you go uh, there you go you can bet we'll be back talking about the yankees uh when when there's uh things to talk about and there will be all off season long so uh thanks for watching this edition of believe in the bronx and uh we will see you shortly down the road see ya and now this is the moment you've all been waiting for we are live on the Charity Stripe with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick.